This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is Wednesday, July the 21st. And today I'm going to continue my conversation with my friend, Dr. Kathy Cook, and we're going to make a pretty good case for why love always shows up. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. By now, you've heard that I'm running for Congress to replace Jamie Herrera Butler, representing Washington State's 3rd Congressional District. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a business owner. I'm an author and a speaker, and I've lived in this district for a very long time. And I am asking you for the honor to represent you in the House of Representatives. We've got some huge deadlines coming up for fundraising. We need to take this country back. We were once the party of ideas, you guys, but we have devolved into a cult of personality, and we have lost our way. I want to bring common sense back to the floor of the House of Representatives. Now is the time for a new generation of conservative leaders to stand up, and I am here to stand in the gap for Washington State. For more information, go to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. You can sign up to volunteer, get on our prayer team, and support this run financially. This ad was paid for by friends of Heidi St. John for Congress. So I hope you guys are enjoying this interview with Dr. Kathy Cook. Again, Kathy is the founder and executive director for Celebrate Kids. I want to remind you guys, too, of a couple of things before we get started. I love to hear from you. I love to hear your off-the-bench stories. It's one of my favorite things to do. And next week, we're going to be airing even more of those. And you can submit those at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. Also, want to encourage you about the study that we're doing, and it really does tie into what Kathy and I are talking about this week that has to do with identity. And so we are doing a study at MomStrong International right now called Beautiful Lies. And we need to start to see ourselves the way that God sees us. And one of the most beautiful things I think about Dr. Kathy and her conversation with me was the pulling up of the the issues that are plaguing the culture right now, but then turning the hearts of people back to the Lord. Uh, when God loves you, when you know it, when you know it deep down that God loves you and that he has sent his son for you, when your soul knows it very well, it changes things. And I hope today's podcast encourages you. And uh, so without further ado, here's part two in progress. Yeah. And really, I, I wonder sometimes, you know, we because we can look at our family of origin, right? My parents were Christians. Mm. And I, I grew up in a very broken, very dysfunctional. Uh, I wondered a lot about the just the nature of God. It made me question. Of course. You know, it as did. I was growing up, you know, is he is he really real? Is he really listening? You know, so many times as a child that I was like, Lord, why am I even here? You know, what's this all? Or I'm angry, you know, or I'm brokenhearted or I, you know, into my young adulthood. It's just a very broken. I always tell people, you know, my poor husband, we're celebrating our 32nd wedding anniversary here pretty quick. Congratulations. Thank you. But I always tell people, Jay married a woman about as broken as a woman could get. Mm. And I had to wrestle that thing to the ground. And isn't it interesting, Kathy, 
that you grew up in a non-Christian home with parents that loved you. And I grew up in a Christian home with, and I think my parents loved me, but there was a brokenness in my family that seemed, at least to me, to transcend that. But God had something in mind for Heidi St. John. And God had something in mind for Kathy Cook. And you're fulfilling the thing that God created you to do. Yes. I hope there's a lot of hope for people in yeah. what you just said. We can break the cycle. We can mm-hmm. we can make the changes that are appropriate to make. And it's a, a wonderful thing that God would allow us to have some power there yeah. as we lean into him again. But it is all about him. It is. It really is. Yeah, and your life really speaks that. Mm. And I love when you tell audiences. I'm always fascinated, you know, because we travel the speaker circuit together. Mm-hmm. And what, I'm trying to think. I, did I meet you in Chicago? I, I believe that's the first time we met. So a long time. Quite, it's, mm-hmm. been, it's been several years now. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching you. I kind of say, you know, speakers, we don't always get to hear the other speakers because sometimes we'll speak back to back or, you know, maybe well, one person's tired and they're taking a break while the other person's speaking. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like ships in the night. Right, you know? right. Um, oh, you're but, a real person. Yeah, wow, look at that. <laughs> but I I remember getting an opportunity to hear you, and I was so – I was mesmerized by your story. Uh, I'm in the back of the room, and I'm listening to you, and you're talking about what God did in your life and kind of how you grew up and the fact that you had a deep voice. And I was just – I'm so like, here's this woman. Like in the culture that we live in right now, people are not honest about who they are. Right. Because we're always trying to be somebody that we're not. Or if we don't like the thing that we are, we just don't even talk about it at all. And you said, how many of you guys noticed that I had a deep voice? And I was instantly, I'm instantly, ter- I'm mm-hmm. fascinated now by what you're saying. Because I mm-hmm. thought, this woman's a truth teller. She's a truth teller. And I'm fascinated by what God has done with your life and with your story. What you had said that the knitter knows, right? He right. knew what he was doing. Right. And the importance you were te- you were saying to us and I mean, I took two pages of notes that day when um, you were speaking, um, just because I wanted to be able to take what you were saying about speaking the truth to my children. You love your kids by telling them the truth. Mm-hmm. And you start by realizing the truth about your own self, right? And that's how it kind of moves on. There's a lot of people listening today who've never heard you because there's so many new people on the show now. It's great. When you, how did you know? I mean, you, you, you became, so you got your, is he a PhD? I have an earned PhD in educational psychology and reading. Yeah. I thought I would teach second graders forever, earned a PhD, thought I'd be a professor forever. And God showed me Deuteronomy and said, you know, Kathy, a parent will always be a child's first and foremost, Mm. most important teacher. But I'm single without kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, God, I don't have a right to talk to parents about parenting. Well, in fact, I do. I'm, yeah. I, I don't call myself a parent expert. I call myself a child expert, or my staff <laughs> likes to say she's a child expert. But I you and know, you I, are. Well, thank you. I mean, I watch you with my kids, and mm. I watch you with with children, and they light up. You're yeah. kind of like a little bit of a Pied Piper. Thank you. I, <laughs> I receive that. God has been very gracious, yeah. and you know, you and I work hard at, at what we do. You know, part of my story, Heidi, is uh, chatty Kathy. So I used to get in trouble for talking, and people pay me to talk, which is great. <laughs> Um, you know, I like to tell the story that spelling isn't my strength, and I would never say I cannot spell, and I would never say spelling is hard. Both of those are lies, and we cannot let ourselves lie to ourselves, nor should we let our children lie. What I will say is that spelling does not come naturally to me. Okay. You know, my last name is spelled K-O-C-H. That's ridiculous because uh, we pronounce it cook, you yep, know, yep. and E at the end of the word is supposed to make the first of all long, but come has an E at the end of it, and comb has a B at the end of it. 
And I mean, there's so many examples I could give it's you. Ridiculous. So, but I have an earned PhD. I'm an author of many books because you don't let your weaknesses win. You got to tell your kids that you don't mm-hmm. let your weaknesses win. You know, so spelling doesn't come naturally. God says write a book, and I'm like, but God, and he's he's like spell check, you know, but spell check doesn't always work either, which is frustrating. But the point is that we will have challenges, we will have weaknesses. We're not perfect. We're imperfectly perfect, and 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 it's okay. Don't let your kids we- let don't let your weaknesses win, and don't let your children be ruled by their weakness. We all have strength. And the other thing, Heidi, is we cannot let. The challenges and the things we don't like about ourselves rule or mm. win. So my low voice is an example of that. You know, you heard me say, how many of you have heard my low voice? And everyone kind of laughs. And they'll say, you, you think I'm, you know, you, you say, you know, she kind of has a voice like a guy. And I'm like, I know that. Like, I know myself. I'm <laughs> not surprised. Like, this is not surprising to me. Exactly. So do you know yourself? Because you ought not be surprised by what people say. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's blind spots. And what's really funny is the drive through restaurant, which, of course, should not be called a drive through <laughs> right. restaurant. You know, and I, and I order my food. And they'll say, that'll be 482 at the window, sir. And you know what, Heidi? I don't get mad. Yeah. My voice is low. It's lower amplified. They cannot see me. They th- Well, I get mad at the things that you have no control over. Right. You understand it. And then it's funny when you drive up and you are a woman and I did not change my gender. I am fully <laughs> female. And, you know, the kid who's working there is looking down at the receipt, looking up, thinking, I think there's supposed to be a guy in this car. You know, and I'm screaming inside, give me my food. <laughs> I just want a hamburger. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's getting cold, and, you know, I, I drive off. And, you know, in a weak moment, I can be upset. Yeah. In a weak moment, I can be embarrassed. What's really sad today, because of the movement and the culture, is there are actually people who wonder if I am. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. have been, and I do, I have pictures to prove it. I shouldn't have to prove that I'm fully female no. and I've always been female. And what's interesting is low voices have greater authority than high voices. That's research. I've been told by Kirk Cameron, Jim Daly, Heidi St. John, and others that I have a perfect radio voice. Your husband, Jay, before we went on air, Kathy, you have a perfect voice. It's true. It, it's, he just said that. Yeah. I can be in a gymnasium with a thousand kids and have the buzz be so bad from the sound system, we turn it off, and my voice will carry to the back of the room because low voices go further than high, and God knew what he was doing when he chose in his love to make me me. Mm-hmm. And you know what changed for me, Heidi? Because when I was young, I didn't get it. You have to live long and be strong mm-hmm. and believe in the creative intent of the creator. Mm. Believe in that and look for the, the, the drops from heaven of affirmation and, and purpose because it changes you. David wrote Psalm 139, 13, and 14, and we said a few minutes ago that we were knit together. That's Psalm 139, verse 13, if I remember right that we're knit together in our mother's womb. But David ends that psalm, we're wonderfully made, we're wonderful works of God. My soul knows it very well. Mm. And when there, there was a day when I woke up and my soul knew very well that my voice was the right voice because God chose it for me. Mm. I don't say that pridefully. It was a journey. But I want listeners to understand that God is good at the creative intent. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing when he wires us together. And whether that's the spectrum or downs or the gifted and talented kid, which can be a handle, or a child you're raising who loves snakes and you find them disgusting, but you choose to celebrate your snake-loving little girl because you walk toward your children, you don't expect them to walk toward you. Mm. We're not promised an easy life, but when my soul knew very well 
that my voice was my voice because God chose it for me, therefore it is right. It changed everything. And now when I get hate letters in the mail, mm-hmm. I got one a long time, a while back, two, three months ago. And written, this happens to you. You oh, get, yeah. you get oh, letters yeah. like this. I got a letter written in red ink, all caps. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. It would make, I'm not, I can't even tell you about it. It started with, God wants you to know. Uh, okay? Yeah. So, you know, you read it, you rip it, you burn it, and you forget it. Mm-hmm. But you forget it. There's some pain there. Absolutely. But you forget it because my soul knows very well mm. that I know who I am. Mm. And God made me who I am. And therefore, it is right. Mm. You come to that place of confident trust in the Lord Jesus and the maturity that it takes to get there. I'm grateful for the people I have in my life, staff, board, friends, pastors, people like you, mm-hmm. who have come alongside and said, Kathy, you know, you do have a great voice. Oh. So, and again, you know, be in the word. And be a person who prays and admit the pain. I mean, I immediately told my staff. I actually scanned it because I didn't want to be alone mm-hmm. with the pain. Yeah. Um, and now God is actually using it because, and I'll, I'll say this and then I'll turn it back over to you, my friend. I want to say, again, 10 years ago, if I was called sir, they looked up at me and then apologized. Mm-hmm. Now, because of the lie in the culture yep. and the people succumbing to the deception and people who are unwilling to work hard to like themselves, now people actually do wonder. Mm. And the joke is, I don't wear pink and yellow and bows in my hair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I've had people say it wouldn't matter. Mm. They would still wonder mm-hmm. if they're deceived. Mm-hmm. We have to stand on the authority of God, right? Mm-hmm. Because the lie is so pervasive now. It is. And I it's think as you as you're talking, I mean, I have to tell you, I just I just got Holy Spirit goosebumps all over me. You know, you're saying that it's my soul knows it very well. And you hit the nail on the head with what's wrong in the culture right now. Our soul doesn't know it very well because we don't know the creator and the creator. If we know, when we know the creator, we're leaning into him. We're following him. Lord, help me understand this about myself or this about my past or this about how you made me. When he starts to speak into your life, you learn to hear his voice. And when his voice, one of the things I, and maybe this will resonate with you, Kathy, I, because I took forever. Um, my, my When I was in school, uh, I won't even repeat it, but I, I, like I told you, I was a tomboy. And so there was a bunch of boys in the fifth and sixth grade that gave me a nickname that stuck. And it stuck for years and years. And it was hurtful and embarrassing. And then I got older and I started to sort of see myself a little bit. But in the reflection of my father, who I didn't think thought I was beautiful, and I and I struggled for that affirmation. But the Lord showed me just in his word, just quietly, not because I was doing an exegetical study of the book of Romans or anything like that. One day the Lord just said to me, because I felt like I'd been labeled, and maybe you can understand this. I felt like I'd been labeled. Um, whatever it is, and we all have labels, right? Absolutely. I'm fat. I'm thin. I'm not smart. I'm not good at math. I'm not good. I'm not a good homeschool mom. Everybody else's kids are smarter. I'm not organized. Whatever it is, and the Lord said to me, you know, Heidi, you you are the label redeemed. Yes, I, I call you mine. <laughs> you belong to me. And when the Lord of Heaven's armies labels you, the world cannot relabel you. That's the label that sticks. Amen. And why? And this should be the message. I mean, this is when your soul knows it very well, right? And so like all the things that you and I have been talking about, even before we were recording, the things that are coming my way right now mm. because of my run for the House of Representatives, and they're dangerous things. Yes. It's not, I mean, the letters I am getting, 
uh, and the things that are coming at me. And I keep telling people, you got to pray for me. And you and I are talking in the car about it. And it just makes me cry because of the, of the wickedness that we are around. But my soul knows it very well. I know who I am and the world can't relabel me and the world can't relabel you because you know who you are. Because we know who we are. Yeah. So people who are listening and you have accepted a label that you know is a lie, Mm. go to the Word of God and ask Him to show you very specifically what's the truth. Mm. We have lie identities. We have an identity in Christ. What's the truth? Do you know, Heidi, that there are almost 100 I am and I have statements in the New Testament about us? Mm. I am chosen. I am adopted. I am deeply loved. I'm a holy nation. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm forgiven. Mm. We need to know who we are, Mm -hmm. according to the Creator. Mm -hmm. I love that theme that the Lord has given us today. And He calls us friend. You know, what what is it like, I think, for our children to see in their parents in the midst of this? Because we're called to stand right now. This is a dark world that we're living in. And these are dark times. But God doesn't change. You know, all throughout his word, he says it, right? Thanks for saying that. You know, I've been called sir for years. And, you know, it's it's not a problem at a drive-thru restaurant. I get it. Sometimes at the grocery store, you know, the clerk is doing his job or her job and you know, begins to take my groceries through the scanner and says, did you find everything you need? And I say, yes. And they say, I'm so glad, sir. And then they look up and then many of mm-hmm. them, and I said, no, it's okay. I have a low voice. Like, just rescue them. Yeah, right, yeah. Why would I add to their pain? But I'm simply saying that it happens. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. I know mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Ten years ago, it wasn't an issue. Now it is, which is why I'm standing up more. Mm-hmm. Like the letter that I just received, I've actually shared at a national convention. Mm-hmm to be that bold and vulnerable and honest to say this is happening. Mm -hmm. And I praise God that I'm old enough and mature enough in my faith that it will not rob me of who I am and I will not be tempted to go talk to a medical professional, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And what I say is I'm so grateful I'm not 14 because if I was young, being called sir, I might wonder. So I'm standing up. Mm -hmm. And, And you're part of the reason for that, Heidi, because you've said get off the bench. And this is a very specific way that I can get off the bench. I do not want my ministry hijacked Mm -hmm. by the people who would think, Kathy, just you're living in denial. Why don't you just admit who you are? We have to be careful at Celebrate Kids. Mm -hmm. We have very strong messages for parents and grandparents and kids of all ages. But this is a message for today. Mm -hmm. And we would be foolish to deny that we are living in this time and in this space. Oh, boy. And and we're hurting our children. Oh, definitely. I mean, our unwillingness, and I, I was talking about the transgender issue in Chattanooga last weekend, and they, I said, I'm bringing a bold message. I showed them the pictures. I showed them some of the, the quotes. I said, I'm not going to pull any punches. And I met with some of the pastoral staff because I wanted them to see. I don't want to dishonor someone's platform, right? Mm. I wanted them to know what, I, what the Lord had laid on my heart. And the pastor there and his wife, such wonderful people who want to equip their, the, the people that are in their church, were like, no, this is the time. We have to tell the truth. And my question is, why is the church not at the front of this issue? The church should be at the very, very front. The church should be the one. Jesus said, you know, God said in his word, I made them male and female in my image. And and we we know because we know the creator God. And so when I'm talking about this issue, you can see people kind of squirm in their chairs a little bit. But that is the truth. And I met a woman who came to hear me speak about a year ago. And Kathy, she started crying like in the middle of what I was talking about because I was speaking to this issue. We are hurting our children, hurting our children. And 
she she said, Heidi, I work for a gender transition surgery center mm. in Portland where we remove the healthy breasts off of healthy young girls as young as I think, well, she's there said 14 or 15 years old, four days a week. When studies show that these girls, if they're just given opportunity, they will, and because gender dysphoria is real, it right? Is real. No one it is saying is it's real. not real. It is this real. is a real thing. The question is, why aren't we handling this in a way that's helping instead of hurting? And we're hurting instead of helping. We are. And, you know, parents need to be informed and need to be able to stand up and say no. Yeah. We need to say yes to the yes things, no to the no yes. things. And then we need to say, how can I help you? Yes. I'm so sorry you're confused. Mm -hmm. Be willing to feel their pain. Mm -hmm. And it's not about you. It can't be in that moment about what have I done wrong? Yeah, right. Like I, I get the heart of the mom and I get the heart of the dad who's maybe going to feel in those moments, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? But what you don't do is do something foolish that in a day or a year will be one of your biggest regrets. Yeah. You know, Genesis one twenty seven. I want to point something out to you because I love you, Heidi St. John, and your passion for the <laughs> Word of God. Listen to Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. It's kind of redundant. Mm -hmm. God created man in his own image. Mm -hmm. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female. I mean, like, hello. It's almost like he thought they're not. They're not going to get this. They're not I'm going to have this, to repeat it. So I'm going to say it yeah, more than I'm once. I'm going to say it again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that this conversation that Kathy and I are having is blessing and encouraging you. And it's only going to get better as we continue our conversation tomorrow and Friday. We're going to dive deep into the in, the creative intent of our creator. And we're going to remind our children that we don't want to let their weaknesses win or their weaknesses define them, just like we don't want to let our weaknesses define us. And so I hope you'll share this podcast with people. I hope that it'll be a blessing and an encouragement. As usual, we'd love to hear from you. And you can reach out to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. Thanks for listening today, you guys, and I'll see you back here with part three of my interview with Dr. Kathy at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at MomStrongInternational.com.